Hi, and welcome to Double Take. I'm Rick Fry. And I'm Lori Fry. And we are Double Take. Mm-hmm. Is that redundant? <laughs> yes. And only we're brought, a little bit. Only a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we're brought to you by Stream Grace Network and Oneness Ministries. Oneness-Ministries.org is where you can find out all about us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like us if you do. Which you must. I mean, how could you not? Are we not adorable? We're so cute. We've been told over and over. Uh, we're awesome. so cute. Awesome. It is awesome. But we are, we're on Facebook. We're on X. We're on Instagram. Um, you can find us all over the place. YouTube at Rumble and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio. She does all of that. You're remarkable. You know that? Am I? Yes. Huh. Thanks. That's a good start. That's a good way to start the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) If you like this, we could sure use your support. Yes. And you can donate to us on our website, Mm -hmm. which she just gave you, Mm -hmm. Mm oneness-ministries.org. And consider doing that. Enough commercials. Yes. What are we going to talk about today, Mr. Fry? We are going to talk about no mistakes. Yeah. Our jumping off point is uh, some wonderful thing that John Lynch wrote. Yes. And if you know John Lynch, then you understand already. And if you haven't, you really need to find him. John Lynch speaks. Yes, you do. Go there. So that's we're going to use some of the stuff that he's written because it's just so good. I'm going to read this. Okay. This is part of, we're giving you excerpts. Yes. Yeah. It seems that what is most delightful to God are the choices we make to continue to trust when there's very little indication of payoff. (laughs) Personally, God has made promises to me, and I throw the promises God has made to me in his face and say, when are you going to do this? Or, you must do it now. And the result of that is I become disillusioned Hmm. when it doesn't happen. We must live in the truth that God absolutely is good and makes no mistakes. Mm. He is working every single moment moment for our best and his glory. Trusting God in who he says he is and who he says he is in... and. Let me start that one again. No. <laughs> Trusting God is who he says he is and who we are in him. Yes. There you go. There, thank you very much. You're welcome. This is the fiber of who we are and our shakable but unmovable residence. Mm. Those are such wonderfully wit- written statements. Mm-hmm. And it's just a portion. Yes, it's a portion. Mm-hmm. So. He... Well, go ahead. No, no, no. I, was, that, I said so, so that you could start. Oh, <laughs> you might want to let me know that. <laughs> so there was, there's a lot more to this and uh, about things that we can choose mm-hmm. um, when we choose to believe what Rick just read. Yes. And um, so we kind of went through and marked the ones that spoke to us in particular. Yes, sir. And it looks like we maybe chose some of the same ones. Yes, we didn't know what the other was choosing. You go ahead and read. Oh, it works well that way. Um, the first one, um, you choose to stay in the arena 
amidst unrelenting, constant, debilitating, confusing pain, where most prevailing logic would say God has forgotten and this season will never end. (sighs) Doesn't it seem that way sometimes that this is never going to be over? Yes, and choosing to stay there when that is true, when it is unrelenting, and the season seems like it will never end, is a really important choice that we all face every time we go through something that's uncomfortable. And it's good to look back because we've had a lot of, every all of us have had a lot of those seasons where it felt yes. like it was never going to end, but yes. they did. Yes. And I remember telling God, you know, just make this one over. If I'm going to suffer through something, at least let's do something different. (laughs) But it's true that, you know, your life is not the same as it was six months ago, a year ago, five years ago. There have been seasons in your life. And And there will continue to be seasons in your life. Right. And and they will change. And there's still going to be suffering and pain, as he talks about here, and confusion. And when you're in the middle of it, it's really hard to see God's goodness. Um, and I, I know I've mentioned before that uh, there was a time that I needed a counselor mm-hmm. because she helped me see what I needed to see that I couldn't, yes. I couldn't grasp because I was in the middle of it. And that's the important importance of staying in, with open dialogue with the person you love and trust. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have to do that with each other. Yes, that. well, that's true. It is true. We, you encourage me, and mm-hmm. I encourage you, and mm-hmm. it's so important to, to continue to stand in that trust and um, be vulnerable. I think that's one of the things he says in this. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have the second one. Mark. Yeah, that's the next one. You choose the raw vulnerability of giving and receiving love. Though your history of relationships is lined with deceit, rejection, and abandonment. <laughs> mm. Let's we- pause for a moment of <laughs> <laughs> reflection. <laughs> reflection and quiet <laughs> confession. And- We've all been rejected. We've all been hurt. Yes. Um, by people we love. We've all been lied to. Mm-hmm. We've all felt abandoned. And we have to choose to continue that raw vulnerability, being willing to be hurt again. And I, it's comforting to me. I read the story of Samuel. Yes. Um, yeah, I always forget. It is Samuel, sorry. Um, where it's at the time when the, the Israel wanted a king. Yeah. And he was like, you guys don't know what you're asking for. <laughs> um, but anyway, but God finally says, you know, go ahead and let him have the king. He says, Samuel, don't be upset. It's not you. They're rejecting. It's me. Yeah. And that yeah. just impacted me so much that God knows what it feels like to be rejected by his kids. Yeah. You know, and of course, Jesus, we don't even need to. I mean, obviously, Jesus felt rejection mm-hmm. and abandonment and all of those things. Mm-hmm. He felt all that. So he really does get it. He does get where you are. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's experienced it um, in a way that we can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, dying on the cross is a 
is a method of torture that's, I think, unparalleled in the amount of pain and suffering and gosh. So, and it, and it doesn't minimize your pain and your no, suffering. It, it just means that he, he gets it. Yes, he does. He, he gets where you are. Mm-hmm. And he's with you in it. Always. Mm-hmm. We are never alone in this. <clears throat> Even though sometimes it feels like we've been abandoned, we are never alone. He cannot. It's impossible for him to leave us. If you're in him and he's in you, that's a permanent thing. Yes, so feelings can lie. Emotions are strong and you get to experience them. Um, it's just not healthy to live there forever. You'll feel them and then go back to what the truth is. It's not a place to live. Mm-hmm. It's a place you can visit it. Mm. And we all do, but you cannot live there. Mm. David, when he wrote the Psalms, I love all that because he got really ugly. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, praying for telling God to go and kill all his enemies and their kids and everybody else and and he just he let it all out he was angry and hurt and all of those things mm-hmm. and then at the end it seems like the end of every one of them he says but i remember when you were here i remember when you did this for me i remember seeing you in this circumstance and you rescued me from this yes. so he let it all out but then he went to the truth yes. and that's what he that's where he rested and it was a choice he made the choice to believe the truth. We all face that every day. Even if you're not feeling it. Even if you're not feeling it. And it's okay. It. Yep. Yeah. The third one. Mm-hmm. You choose to trust God's timing of revealing beauty in you. Though every historic instinct is crying out to manufacture something external so you won't feel left out in the cold. So why does that one appeal to you? Why does that one hit you? Because I I am the chief manufacturer of external circumstances to either A, make myself feel better about what's going on, B, to try to accomplish what I believe God has called me to, and C, because I have been left out in the cold many times. How so? Well, I don't know that I want to go into much detail about that, but... well, general. In, in relationships that I've mm-hmm. had that I felt were um, relationships I would maintain my whole life. Yeah. And because of a choice I made or a choice somebody else made, um, they abandoned me. Those friends chose not to be close to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I felt left out in the cold. Mm-hmm. I felt abandoned. So you... Manufacture something external can be as simple as telling a lie, making yourself sound bigger, better, faster, stronger, smarter. Mm. Um, Those are all things we manufacture so that we're accepted and can maintain relationships that maybe are not maintainable. Sustainable? Or sustainable, yes. (laughs) I wasn't sure if maintainable was a word, so I was helping you there. Well, I have the freedom to make up words. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's your podcast, by golly. <laughs> we can make up words if we want. Yeah, so, mm. um, and, and we all manufacture something. We all create something in our own heads to justify decisions we make, choices we make, even though we know they're not consistent with who God says we are. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the deal is, I mean, it says the reason on this one is so you won't feel left out in the cold, right. which again is, 
is is an emotion and it it feels that way but it's not true because we look at other people to meet our needs rather than god Mm -hmm. and that's where we start running into trouble my next one is you choose to see god adoring you (laughs) even when you can't remember the last selfless act you performed that's really funny coming from you because you are a selfless person there i said it in public wow it's true Thank you. it's true though he, he is a very selfless person i had an absent father yeah and so with an absent father whether he's physically absent or emotionally absent you tend to see yourself as not being lovable you tend to see yourself as not being enough well, it wasn't just your father either true but yeah yeah mm-hmm. but the father issue is huge in most men because um, we transfer um, who we who our f- earthly fathers are to who our heavenly father is. And so it's hard to maintain um, a trust of someone you don't trust. It's hard to um, believe that God loves me, he, that God adores me. It's just so extremely difficult to believe that. It, that's a tough word. Adores mm-hmm. you. Doesn't just like you. Yeah, he adores that you. That is a tough word. And, but it's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and I'm having trouble remembering the last selfless act I performed. Maybe it was making coffee for you this morning. There you go. Except I made the bed after that. So. Oh, no. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> was that selfless? I get a point for you that one. You get a point for selfless <laughs> activities. Oh. Um. I think we both picked this one. This is where the title comes from. You trust he makes no mistakes regarding you, even as you watch the years go by with your dreams remaining apparently unfulfilled. Wow. Mm. If that hits home, that means you're human. Yeah. You trust he makes no mistakes. Mm Mm-hmm. All the stuff that we've experienced, all the things we've given up, and you look back and you say, gosh, was that a mistake? Did I make a mistake? Did God make a mistake? Am I where I belong? I think about a story I heard from... Mike Wells? Mike Wells. Oh, wow. That was good. That was good. (laughs) Um, He and his father went to um, um, Kosovo during the war that was there in, I guess, the late 90s is when that happened. I remember. And the people that picked him up at the airport said to them, there is um, a chance that we're going to be bombed tonight. So we're going to take you to our house and put you in the the basement where there's relative safety there. And sure enough, bombs started falling and things started exploding and it was loud and it was frightening. And... um, Mike Wells' dad said to him, are you sure we're supposed to be here? And Mike says, I'm positive. And he said, how can you be so sure? And Mike says, because we are. I believe that God does not make a mistake in taking me from one place to another, from moving me from one idea to another thought. I believe that God is in that much control of our lives because he abides in us and that is always true and I trust him I trust him most of the time (laughs) (laughs) there you go there you go and part of something that you've said all the time is 
it, it doesn't matter the choices we make. It doesn't matter what we think are bad choices or mistakes mm-hmm. or whatever. But God says, it's okay. I can work with that. I can work I with that. I love that that you said that. I, I, I've quoted that a million times. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, it's okay. I can work with that. Mm-hmm. You can't surprise me. You can't mess this up. I'm still in you. I love you. I'm still guiding you. And we can work with that. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, this may hurt a bit because this probably wasn't the best, you know, you're going to suffer sometimes for choices that, that we make, but he can work with that. He can. It's very comforting. And he, and he loves working with it. He loves Mm. working through us and with us and for us. And the other part of this that I don't want to get past is it says, even as you watch the years go by with your dreams remaining Mm. apparently unfulfilled, um, we all have dreams I I have to say something I've said before, um, well, to Rick, is that sometimes I don't dream because I don't want to be disappointed. And uh, sometimes we're afraid to dream because of that, or we're afraid to dream because we don't think we deserve dreams Mm -hmm. to happen, or we just think it's too impossible. Um, But we still have them, even if we, we don't actively think about them, but it you know, apparently unfulfilled, you know, I, I don't know if he puts the dream in you, does that mean he's going to fulfill it? You know, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. There's, you know, maybe in a different way, maybe the dream, maybe it's not the circumstance, but it's the thing that he wants to do in you. That's what the dream's about. I don't know, but it, sometimes it does feel like, especially as you know, we all get older and we think, you know, God, you might want to check the time here. Yes. And see, you know, so it's, it's hard. Yep. I'm going to make a statement. Oh gosh. <laughs> you always <say laughs> I do. And yet you keep doing it. People who have lost hope refuse to dream. People who have lost purpose refuse to dream. Those two things are so important that our hope is not in our ability, our skill sets and our ability, our, our, Ability to manufacture things. Our hope is in Christ in us. Our purpose is Christ in us. And if you can't focus on that, then you are probably not able to dream. If you can't believe that you are um, completely indwelled by Holy Spirit and the Father and that, that that is permanent, then you have no reason to dream. Yeah. And if you have a, a, a picture of God that he's not good or that he's scary or mm-hmm. that he doesn't prefer you, mm-hmm. then if you can't, it's, it, then it's hard to trust him and yes. it's hard to dream because you think the other shoe's going to drop. You think They're the always, bottom's going to drop out. And there is no other shoe. <laughs> I keep telling myself that. <laughs> I got some shoes. I got some shoes falling all around. <laughs> but <laughs> nope. anyway, but it's 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 so hard to. This is why we ha, we he wants us to focus on him. Mm-hmm. I, I've had a thing going through my mind for the last several months, and it's about the walking on water, looking at him, walking on water, believing the truth, mm-hmm. and just keep stepping out there and don't look at all the other stuff. Yes, it's hard, but it's but it gets easier as time goes on. 
So, golly, we have a few more here. So, does that mean that we're going to have to do another one here? I think so. I think the. I think. I think there's these. Are, this is so important. And God bless John Lynch for seeing this <laughs> and writing this and hearing yeah. this and and we get to share it with you. Yeah. And if you haven't. If you're not familiar with John Lynch, if you go to our website, Rick did some uh, interviews yes. with him that you can find on Rick Time, what Rick Fry in Real Time. Yeah. What a dear, precious man. Yeah, we love you, John. Yes. So, we're going to uh, take a break and come back and finish this here in a minute. Yes. Thank you. Right. Thank you for watching and listening. Bye, guys. <laughs>